Welcome to VoiceOver Experts, brought to you by Voices.com, the number one voiceover marketplace. VoiceOver Experts brings you tips, pearls of wisdom, and techniques from top instructors, authors, and performers in the field of voiceover. Join us each week to discover tricks of the trade that will help you to develop your craft and prosper as a career voiceover talent. It's never been easier to learn, perform, and succeed from the privacy of your own home and at your own pace. This is truly an education you won't find anywhere else. This week, Voices.com is pleased to present Alison Pittman. Hello, and welcome to the second in my series of business podcasts for voiceover artists and businesses. My name's Alison Pittman, and this week I'm going to take a step back a bit and talk about setting up in business. If you're thinking of taking the plunge and working full-time exclusively as a voiceover talent, hopefully this will give you some ideas and encouragement. Here's the first five of ten tips to help start your voiceover business. Listen out for the final five in part two of this podcast next week. Tip number one. Doing what you love. This is often the first thing people think about when they consider setting up a business. Here's an opportunity to make a living doing something I really love and that I'm passionate about. I'm assuming that as a voiceover artist, you have that passion, because anyone pursuing any creative business, whether it's voiceover or acting, film directing, musicianship, writing, if you don't love what you do, you'll find it so difficult to have a successful business with it. The creative industries are incredibly overcrowded and a really hard nut to crack. And if you don't have a love of what you do and a self-belief in your talents, then it will be a real struggle to make any money at all, let alone enough to support yourself and your family. Also remember, you're going to be spending so much time and energy starting and developing your voiceover business. It's really important to know now that you do truly enjoy what you do. And remember to keep this in your head when you hit the tough times. So we now know you've got the passion. Now stand back and think dispassionately. Can you turn your voiceover hobby into a profitable enterprise? Is there a market for your voice? This process of market research is probably something you've done already without realising it. If you look hard enough, even for the most unique, unusual voices, there will be projects and productions looking for a sound like yours. Ask yourself whether these projects will be often enough and lucrative enough to make a living from it. If not, what are your options? Change career? Or maybe take some training to develop your range and techniques as a voice artist to improve your employability. Tip number two. The business plan. It can be quite useful to write a business plan for your voiceover career. I must admit it's not something I did straight away, but it is a good exercise in focusing your mind, getting in the professional mindset and defining exactly what you want to achieve, how and when. It's also great to have them to refer back to as your business develops. You'll find various general business plan templates available on the web. And also Voices.com have one, which is designed specifically for the voiceover artist in mind. 
A business plan is also vital if you need to raise finance through a bank loan or overdraft, for example. Investors want to see in black and white what they're investing in. Finance also brings me to my next point. Tip number three. Finance. How much money are you going to need? What do you need it for? And how are you going to get it? With the credit crunch seemingly not wanting to go away, raising external finance through bank loans and investors isn't as easy as it once was. So you'll need to consider other options. Firstly, what do you need the money for? Well, to start with, you're going to need cash to pay the bills and feed yourself until your business gets going. Some say that it can take about three years before a business gets really established and generates a decent income. So having savings, an additional job, or in my case, like many others, a very understanding partner or spouse with a steady income. So what else do you need finance for? A home studio comes high on the list of most voiceover artists. There have been plenty of articles, blogs and pods about home studio equipment and their costs, which I'm not going to go over here. Suffice to say, when you're starting up, do you really need all that fancy gear? Start small and as your experience and expertise grows, then grow your equipment chain around that. For my first voiceover jobs, I didn't even have a proper microphone. I recorded into a Sony digital video camera and edited the audio using video editing software. Needless to say, the audio quality wasn't brilliant. But it got me jobs and I could build up my portfolio and my bank balance so I could afford better and proper gear. Have a look round the web and see what you can buy within your budgets. Take a look at Harlan Hogan's portable studio booth, for example. For $129, what more could you ask for? And he even has an article with instructions as to how to build one yourself. His website's harlanhogan.com. Think carefully and spend wisely. Do you really need ISDM facilities right away? So let's take a look at other setup costs. Tip number four. Business cards. Website design, domain registration, hosting, office equipment, advertising and marketing costs and a whole host of others. Work out what do you really need now. What would be nice to have in the future? What can you really do without? Also look at the skills you have now. What can you do yourself to keep costs down? Do you really need a website designer? Could you design a simple site yourself? Are there any goods or services you need that you could do an exchange for for your voiceover services? For example, why not see if your local printers can get you some free business cards in exchange for you recording their voicemail greetings or website audio? And always look around on the internet and the high street to get a good range of prices. My final tip for this podcast comes under the general heading of professionalism. Tip number five, be professional from the start. Everything about you and the way you do business needs to let people know that you are a serious professional. Get yourself some business cards, a work phone number, get your voice on the business line voicemail and a proper business email address. And get professional help. It doesn't take long to realise that running a voiceover business isn't all about being a voiceover actor. 
you are now responsible for a whole diverse range of activities. Bookkeeping, sales and marketing, administration, some of these tasks would really benefit from expert help. If you're not an accountant, hire one. If you need to write a contract, why not hire a lawyer? This also applies to tax and legal issues. It's an awful lot easier, and often a lot cheaper, to get these things sorted right from the start, rather than trying to unpick the mess afterwards. Are you setting up as a sole trader, or are you registering as a business? These will have implications on the tax you're liable for and the VAT you may have to pay. It's worth seeking out professional help from your local tax office to get all the information you need and the forms that you need to fill in. Consider joining professional organisations and unions. The recently created Savoa organisation, the Society of Accredited Voiceover Artists, is a good place to start. Visit their website at savoa.org to find out more. Unions vary from country to country, Equity here in the UK, Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, AFTRA in the States, and ACTRA in Canada. It may also be worth considering your local small business organisations, where you can keep up to date with the latest in general business practices, as well as providing a good avenue for networking. I hope these first five tips were helpful, and please do tune in for the final five in my next podcast. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to get in touch, please visit my website at thephonevoice.com. Until the next time, bye for now. Thank you for joining us. To learn more about the special guest featured in this Voices.com podcast, visit the VoiceOver Experts show notes at podcasts.voices.com slash voiceoverexperts. Remember to stay subscribed. If you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe for free to this podcast in the Apple iTunes podcast directory or by visiting podcasts.voices.com. To start your voiceover career online, go to voices.com and register for a voice talent membership today. This has been a Voices.com production.